Alright, hello everyone, this is Josh, also known as Yeshu, and you're tuning into episode 34 of the TLY Talks podcast, audio edition, live at 1990 Studios in Midtown Toronto. How are you guys doing today? You'll definitely uh, tap in with this good experience uh, so far, and it's an amazing uh, story to hear so far, you know? So uh, today we have one of the most remarkable rising uh, producers uh, in the game right now who's worked with the likes of Bert the Plug, Drippa, AP and much more like AP two tone and has like a lot of affiliations with uh, nice clothing and assay juicery. So you'll definitely hear like a lot of dope uh, lo-fi beats from there and a lot of other dope productions uh, too, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I give you remix uh, chalet remix. How are you doing today, man? Hey, what's up? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. You know, thank you for coming back to the platform for the very first time. And, you know, I appreciate the support uh, throughout like the years and all that. And just with everything going on, like I've been, I've been checking in like some of the stuff too with like all your content and everything else too with the production with other content as well and it's dope to hear and all that you know so all right thank you thank you thank you i appreciate it wow most definitely man and you know like you have like an interesting uh story so far like that i've seen like in this other uh like podcast like on ig live and then like just with some other stuff too so but you know, I want to give you, you know, your very first time, like, sharing your story for a bit, too. So where did you grow up and what was your environment like for you as a kid at that time? Um, I grew up in a small town uh, called, or maybe it's not that small now, but it's, like, called New Market. It was, like, small back then. And, um, you know, growing up there, it was it was good and whatever. It's, like, peaceful and everything. I had a lot of friends that were, like, musicians and a lot of friends that were, like, into making music, all different kinds of music, like rock and hip-hop, R&B, just whatever. It was, like, a good time there, you know? It was just, like, it was a cool vibe. No, most definitely, man. And I know with uh, New Market, there's, like, a lot of like dope up-and-coming artists like in the game uh, right now from there like whether it's like photography through and for anything else too like uh animation raps you know like he's like a well-known uh like rapper from there and like dawson iso who i recently had on the pod like just a while back you know okay around from those uh, realms too so it's like kind of interesting uh with the connections uh going on too and i mean a uh, new market for you was it like uh, big back then in music or not as much like big back then with music yeah um I would say, I don't know if it, I don't think it was necessarily big back then with music, but I feel like um, it was, to me, it felt like it was big back then because um, like I had friends that were in bands and they like, they kind of like did stuff. Like I had a friend that was in a band uh, called Serial Joe and they like, kind of blew up and stuff they were like on uh like uh, much music and stuff and they were like touring and they were signed and everything i've had friends that were that like um i don't know i had like a lot of friends that were like in the music scene so like to me it felt like it was kind of popping at the time but maybe it really wasn't in terms of when you think of everything in like toronto and like stuff like that you know yeah i definitely know what you mean man yeah and i mean even like your childhood uh too back then like what was it like growing up and would you say it was like a very great experience uh or would it be like different at that time mm. 
I'll say it was like a good experience. I feel like my childhood was like more. I feel like it was like kind of like sheltered, sort of not really sheltered. Like I was, I did like actually not. I wouldn't say sheltered, but like I don't think it was like I didn't really feel like there was like too much danger or anything like that. You know, like I felt like where I grew up was like a safe place and everything like that, and it just. For the most part, it was just like a safe place, and like people were like friendly and everything. No, you know, like there was times when you know things go happen, but it is what. But for the most part, is everything was good. True, no, I definitely know what you mean, man. And I know that you've had like friends that made music before that made it to like much music and like other people like around that realm that you know were kind of like popping at that time too. Like whether it's through like art or through sports or for anything else too but uh like growing up like who did you uh like listen to uh, throughout your life you know like some artists or like sounds and all that um okay when i grew up i was like listening to like when i grew up i was like listening when i was younger my brother put me on to like hip-hop like like rap and sh- like Bone Thugs and Harmony, like Tupac and like Biggie and like all that kind of stuff. Like I had an older brother, he put me on to like all that kind of stuff. Like then I started listening to my own stuff, like Eminem, Snoop Dogg, like hip hop, and um, Fifty Cent, you know. Then. I don't know, as time went on, that was, that's what I'll say, like, when I was, like, younger. Like, that's, like, what I listened to, like, when I was, like, younger, like, pretty much that. I also listened to, like, a lot of rock music at the time because I also play guitar. So I listened to all kinds of music, to tell you the truth. Definitely. Um, and, like, even in that era at that time, too, was, it like, at that era where it's more so, like, downloading music from, like, Limeware or, like, iTunes? Or was it more, like, you know, you're buying, like, like you're buying, like, CDs back then, like, Every other time it's like Friday, you know, it's like, you know, the latest drops and like just pick up that single uh, project or that album, like in that sense too. Or I feel like I was like in both areas, oh, like true. where the, where you like buy the albums, like where I'm waiting, like, like what I would used to do is like, I'd be talking with my friends. I'd be like, oh, yo, did you read a source magazine? Like, um, it says like this album is going to drop. And then back then, albums drop on Tuesday. So I'm waiting for a Tuesday to hit, come around to cop the album. But I was also, like, around for the time, like, downloading the albums as well. So, like, I've been, like, both, I would say, you know? No, I definitely know what you mean, man. And, like, how did you uh, get into producing in that sense, too, and, like, making music? And what was, like, your uh, musical uh, history and background like? Uh, shit. I'll say my musical history. I don't know if it, my musical history was that good. Like, when I was, like, took music in school and stuff like that, like, I wasn't, like, good at music. I was, like, actually, like, very bad and stuff. Like, I couldn't play the clarinet, like, how they wanted you to. Like, they kept switching me instruments. Like, it wasn't that good. I had a friend, like, a best friend at the time. He put me on, like, he sat down with me and he taught me how to play the clarinet like that instrument from there like I kind of like learned how to 
pick up the other instruments. Like, it wasn't that hard to me. I have friends that play guitar. I always watch them play guitar. So it made me buy a guitar, and then by the time I bought it, like, I pretty much know how to play. I don't even remember, but, like, yeah, like, that's, like, pretty much, like, how that all, like, went down. Um, so for, like, and then the way how I started making the beats is because, like, you know, when I was in high school and whatever, I had a friend that rapped, and he, um, like, he was, like, good at rapping or whatever, and I was just, like, trying to, like, promote or whatever. I wasn't even trying to do anything. I was trying to be, like, I was trying to be, like, Diddy or some shit. Like, I was trying to, like, I don't know. So, anyways, I was, like, trying to, like, shop this guy around. I linked up with the next guy. And they started making music together. And I tried to, like, start to make beats. And all, eventually, like, the first guy left. And I started, like, rapping in the group. And we all make beats. It was like a requirement we, where we all had to learn how to make beats. That's like pretty much like what it is. So like that's like how I started. Like everyone in the group had to like know how to make beats, and then like yeah. I stuck with it. No, most definitely, man. And I think you know with uh, beat making too, like there's like a lot of like simplicities uh, to it because it's not just through like you know like a free loop uh, like sound type or you know you're using like uh, like some other stuff uh, to like uh, like the 808s and everything else too like some you know they were making they were beat ma- beat making <laughs> they were beat making through tables they were beat making uh, through like drumsticks and all that pencils and you know they just kind of had like the rhythm uh, from there and all that you know so I feel like as you mentioned you know like beat making like you know it's a process to get into and you know there are people that are going to try it like through like many different ways like in that sense too like whether it's through like drum kits whether it's through other stuff too so yeah no, no, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah, man. No, most definitely. What inspired you to become like a producer in that sense and like take your career seriously to like the next level? Um, shit. Let me see. I always like making beats. I just like making beats. Like it's just something that I would do, even if it's just something I would do. Like no matter what. Like, I don't care for like, I make money or anything like that. It's just something that I would just do anyways. And for me, it's just like something where like, I just want to be like a good producer. I don't care like about money and stuff. Like, I just want like people to be like, yo, like this guy, like Remix Chalet, like his shit is like, it's lit. Like it's proper. Like only good things when you hear my name when it comes to like the music production and i guess i had like a lot of people are like around me like telling me that the beats are like proper and stuff like that and like when i had like artists like hitting me up and saying like yo your beats are good like can i rap on them and stuff like that or can i sing on them like that's what like gave me more the confidence to be like i guess i'll try to push it you know yeah most definitely because like i know like i like as mentioned uh before too like there's like a lot of like you know competition uh nowadays too uh with like producers and like with everyone else too because i think with toronto it's like you know striving to becoming to become like the next star and all that and you know it's more so 
producers like competing against each other, like engineers competing against each other. Like it depends on getting that placement and you know getting like that notoriety and that fame like through that beat and all that. And like some people made it, others it's like a different thing too. But with you, it's like you know more natural and all that. You know, it's just like you just going in your own lane and like if it works out, you know people are like tapping either way. You know, so yeah exactly like i ain't trying to like it's not i'm not like trying to force it and i'm not trying to be like like i don't care like i'm not, like i'm not trying to be like oh trying to force something and like trying to like get in like no like the music and like like i don't really care about that like or like i'm not trying to like like i told you before like i don't even like really care if like the people like i don't even really charge sometimes because it's like if I just like you and I just like the vibe, then I'll give you the beat for free. But I don't know. Like these guys are trying to get, you know, they're trying to make a bag. You know, like yeah. I came in with a bag. Like I don't, I don't yeah. care with about that. Not sure. No, myself, man. And we'll get more into that <laughs> later on uh, for a bit. So my bad on that. Um, but uh, you know, who are your idols? Uh, like in that sense too. Uh. Like, would you say, like, beat-making-wise, or...? Just all around, you know. So I'll say, like, my idol... I don't like to have, like, I don't like that word idols, yo. I don't like idols, but, like, I don't like to try to keep idols, like, you know? Like, I feel like that's, like... But there's people I, like, I admire, and that's cool, and, like, I admire people, like... Jay-Z... Um, I admire people like Jay-Z, I admire people like Future, I admire people like, um, Taz Arnold, Kanye West, and pretty much like, not really like people that you would know, not like, not like uh like celebrities or anything like that but like more so like real people like that i know like real people in my life family members and shit like that friends i have like i admire those people like for like certain things that they do like stuff like that but not like celebrities and shit like that i don't know no, i definitely know what you mean man and you know i know that you've talked about like uh, you know influences like in that sense too but um or like some people that you'd like to work with that you haven't like worked with uh, before in that sense. Um. Shit, like I guess like um, I don't know. I feel conflicted with my answer with this because it's like I don't really care who I work with. It's like whoever's whoever. But at the same time, I feel like I want to like work with like. Like, I feel like to in order to prove, like, you know, the skill, like, I got to work with, like, someone, like, big. And then it's, like, since it's all Toronto, I guess I would say, like, Drake. But, no but, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I know what you mean, <laughs> Yeah, because I think Drake, you know, like, whatever, whenever he uh, makes something gold, you know, it kind of works out, you know, like, or when he, whenever he finds something, too, like, he'll turn it into, like, gold, like, one way or another and all that, you know, and it's, like, you know, more so with um, people, like, uh, I mean, Blockboy JB, Smiley, like, all those other people, too, you know, it's, like, he'll try to make someone, like, interesting in that way, too, that, 
kind of make it like that best sound possible too and and you know like even though they might not be as like polished at first too like you know there is like some rough edges like he'll find that sonic sound that's like kind of going through and you know he'll make it work and turns into virality in that sense you know like that's why i like feel conflicted about drake is because it's like it's like a like a lot of reasons it's like i understand what you're saying like with like finding those artists and like you know it's like he like kind of takes them to next level they talk about the drake stimulus pack you know drake jumps on your record and then it's like big or whatever but like me to tell you truth like i'm so into myself like i like i don't i'm not even i see what he's doing and everything but it's like yo check out what i'm doing like i'm doing something over here like my shit is like my shit is that shit like uh and you know i feel like he should be uh yo i don't want to sound cocky right but you know like they say like drake like taps in to like the toronto scene underground and he knows what's going on it's like yo you really tap in you don't know what's going on with me like you're then you don't know what's going on because i got that fire so like if you know what's really going on you be tapping in, and that's why yeah. I be feeling like I say like I feel conflicted because it's like I don't think he be taking mine to the next level. I think I be putting him onto something, <laughs> yeah. but like to each their own. <laughs> no, most definitely. I mean, I think uh, there was like this one post at one time uh, because I know you're tapped in for like uh, Bartlett House like deeply, and yeah. like there was like someone that performed at their event like one time, and Drake sort of like commented uh, on that thing too. So. I think he is uh, tapping in in like the unique sources too. So, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> nah, most definitely, man. And in terms of your uh, creative process, like when producing, like what what's it like? You know, when producing a beat or like making music, and like what would a day and like producing a beat or making music be like for you? Um, when I make, I usually I just make beats. Like I just make it by myself. I just like. I kind of, like, have a studio at the crib, and I just, like, I might, like, listen to music before or something, or I might, like, and just, like, try to get some inspiration, or a lot of times, like, I go for a walk, and then, like, I just, like, listen to music, and then, like, get lit or something, and then come back, and then try to make something sometimes i'm sleeping and then i wake up and then like i'm just like jump right at it like it's just like whatever no 100 man and i know like some people too like they'll blaze up like or they'll like sip on some licks and all that to kind of get in that element too or like they'll just like go to like a random place uh, to get that moment so i don't know if you'll usually like catch those uh, vibes to find that best uh, beat or like yeah i catch those <laughs> yeah, I catch i definitely catch those vibes i might even like light up the candles light up some incense <laughs> you know roll something up you know have something to smoke you know have something to drink my bad yeah, no have something to drink you know um and I don't know, as long as the vibe is right, then, like, I feel like it's good to, like, start making beats or whatever. Some, But at the same time, too, like, sometimes I feel like I'll 
take my laptop, like just my laptop by itself, and then I'll go somewhere like to a park, and then I'll like make a beat like there too. So, uh, or that, like make a beat in a different country, shit like that. You know? No, I definitely know what you mean, man. And I think just like even w- within those styles too, you kind of like find like the best creations in that sense too. And you know, I only like thought you know you only had music on YouTube and like for other stuff too, like from other artists, but you actually have like a shitload of tapes that. I never really like tuned into because I was like tapping more into the YouTube stuff. I have to definitely into, check into like the Spotify and Apple Music in that sense too. But um, yeah, projects like what Spin the Block, uh, I Need Me, Judas Kiss, and like you know your self-titled project. So tell me about those uh, creative processes and like inspirations for some of those projects. For the projects, um, like like I've been like I said like I've been making beats for like a long time like. Like, ever since, like, I was, like, in the group or whatever, I've been making beats. Like, it's just something I always did. And then um, someone, someone, like, I had a friend that told me that maybe I should put out, like, a beat tape or something like that. And then I just, like, put out one beat tape. It's actually uh, my friend that um, owns a juice shop at 982 Bloor, go check it out you know they make the best juice in the city it's always lit when you go there the vibes is always proper 982 Bloor. so anyways you know my friend he's like yo drop a tape and um i just did that and like put it on spotify or whatever and then i did that then I was, like, making lo-fi music, like, for his shop. He owns a juice shop, so, like, we want a music that, like, goes well with the shop or whatever. So I was just, like, making, like, lo-fi music and stuff like that or chill music so he could, like, play it in his shop. And, like, that's how I guess I got started with, like, dropping, like, um, the beat tapes like that, like the spin the block, one, two, three, remix chalet, I need me, I need me two. Judas Kiss, I don't know. Yeah. I also put out a um a, a next beat tape, which was like a, but it was like on a a business card, like a flash drive business card, and that had like sixty beats on it, just like some promotional, on some promotional shit. But yeah, you know. Yeah, no, most definitely, man. And that uh, brand uh, that actually helped him uh, throughout the way is uh, Asi Juicery and all that, who's, like, well-known uh, within the juice community uh, with a wide variety of juices, too. And they also share that same shop uh, with, uh, like, nice clothing as well, too. So, like, I know that you talked about Asi Juicery, like, through your start in music, but how did the nice uh, clothing affiliation come about? And what was, like, that relationship, you know, working with Asi and, like, you know, nice clothing and in terms of your musical journey and process and... What was, like, that relationship like in that sense? Um, so, like, you know, like, I, my friend, we've been, we grew up together and stuff. And he started getting, like, into health and things like that. And he started juicing and stuff like that. So he, like, started a juice bar. And I don't know, like, so I guess, like, um when he started it like the nice clothing also was um there as well like they like worked out of like the same building and everything and um that's how I kind of like got linked up with that and you know and through that 
you know, they're like a clothing brand and everything. They've done clothes for like a lot of people, like, um, I don't know, like a lot of like celebrity people they've done clothes for. They've, they've done stuff for like even Drake. If you go check their page out. Um, so like, that's how I got linked up through that. I played them my beats. They like the my beats and stuff and they just wanted me on that. So we're business partners, you know, but that'll come out later. <laughs> nah, most definitely, man. And I think, you know, even with these like affiliations too, um, you know, you've actually worked with like the likes of like Trip Six, who's actually affiliated with uh, Roy Woods, uh, Bird the Plug and AP Two-Tone or like, is it just only AP or AP Two-Tone? AP. Oh, true, true. Yeah. And like, he's like the same guy who worked on Finesse and Kowal, right? Or uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So how is it like, you know, like, you know, your experience, you know, producing those beats uh, for those like artists like that? And how was like that feeling like, you know, having your beat be on their songs and just like collaborating with them? Um, I don't got nothing bad to say about him. I think that guy, I think AP is like cool. That's like a, a cool guy. And like, uh, I was actually shocked when he jumped on my beats. Like I sent it to him. And, like, someone told me, like, I had a next friend that was like, yo, you should, like, try to work with more Toronto artists. And then you know, they, like, showed me some songs. He was one of them. I DM'd him one time. But back then when I DM'd him, I went through, I went by a different um, beat name, a different uh, name. I DM'd him. I sent him a beat. And, like, three days later, he sent it back. And it was, like, fire and, like... He's just been cool. So, like, he DMs me, I DM him back. Like, I send him stuff, and, you know, that's what it is. True. And, like, Burla Plug and Trip Six, like, not as much about them, or, like... Uh, Burla Plug, like, that's another artist. Uh, yeah. Like, I le- like, I'm happy about that co- collaboration because, like, I actually, like, listen to Burla Plug's music. And, like... I was always like, yo, I want to make a beat for this guy. And um, with that, like, I had a, I pretty much had, like, a younger cousin that went to school with him. And then she, like, messaged him and told him that I make beats or whatever. And then that's how I got in contact with him. And then through that, like, I just, like, kept sending him beats or whatever. I sent him one beat. He liked it. He jumped on it. And it was lit like that, you know? And, uh, 100%. And then, and then, and then Tris X. And, um, is that what you said? I said uh, trip, uh, trip 6. I don't know if that's the same guy or uh, different Oh, guy. maybe, maybe. Oh, no. I meant um, Trish Sex. That uh, was... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but with that, um, I sent him a beat pack. He liked it. And I went to one of his shows, you know, and he, like, shouted me on everything. And I just, like, sent him beats. That's how that goes, you know? Yeah. yeah, no, 100%. And um, I like, I mean, interesting, like, list of names, uh, too. Uh, like, Bird the Plug, you know, the last time I heard about him was, like, back in, like, 2021 when he dropped his, like, uh, debut project. And then I haven't heard about him uh, since uh, then, too. I mean, aside from, like, the interview with, uh, like, uh, Broadcast Wheeler. But uh, hopefully, you know, new music's going to come soon, you know, so. 
I think he has like new music coming out, but like maybe he like just switched up the direction a little bit of like how yeah. he goes or something. So like maybe like that's yeah. what it is. But I still listen to him. I still think he's fire. Oh, true. Check him out. <laughs> nah, most definitely, man. And you know, usually like when I look at like you know certain brands too, like a lot of people like show their face like a lot like in many times too. But with you, you know, you want to like hide the mystique uh, for a bit too. You know, like kind of put yourself like in mystique uh, for a bit to kind of make it like a mystery in that sense too so you don't like really show your face as much and all that type of stuff too so what made you decide on like not wanting to show your face in terms of your branding um like at first like i was just making beats but like you know like i always like doubt myself always like question myself like yo is this actually good are my beats fire? I don't want to put like a face to like it. I just wanted to just put it out and see like what the reaction would be, I guess. And I just, I'm not like out there like that. Like I'm not like really, I'm not really an extroverted person. Like I'm not really like, I won't go out and like turn up and shit. I just, like, be chilling, so, like, I'm not, I just don't want to be, like, seen like that. Even if I do go out, like, I'm not, like, I'm always, like, um, I'm, like, low-key and stuff, yeah. you know? I'm not trying to yeah. do too much. Huh. I, I definitely understand, too, and, like, I know, like, a lot of people started off with the Mystique, too. Like, Nav, like, he didn't really show his face until, like, 2017, 2018, um... Like, uh, her, you know, like, the R&B singer, you know, she only used, like, silhouettes, like, at her time, like, when she first started out, too. So, you know, the mystique kind of helps out people for a bit, too, you know, like, not show, like, who they are, you know, more so enjoy the music as it is, too. And, like, I can understand it from, like, you know, like, a personal level where, like, anything can be impacted, too. Like, some artists, like, who are, like, out there, like, showing their face, all that type of stuff, too, you know. Like, they get the consequences and, you know, they face and all that. They get the consequences that they face and all that, like, whenever something uh, were to happen or, like, the acknowledgement. And it kind of depends from there. But, like, when someone doesn't show their face like that or is, like, on, like, uh, the low and all that, like, you don't really get to see, like, those, like, types of issues like, uh, like that. So not a lot of stuff can, like, happen in that sense, too, you know, so. But. Yeah. Nah, definitely, man. And. I know you've uh, be collabed with like other producers uh, before, so you know what was that experience uh, like for you? I be collab, I, yeah, I done a lot of beat collabs too. I was, I always collab on beats. I've done a lot of beat collabs. I'll say it's like fifty fifty when it comes to that. Like it's, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Like I don't know. Sometimes it's like they're not that good and it feels like you're carrying all the weight. But, like, I guess all in all it's good because you're, like, learning every time I, you do it. Like, sometimes it might be better than you, and you might, you might learn something. So that's how I feel about, like, the beat collabs and everything. But, like, at the same time, like, now as, like, time goes on and stuff, I'm, like... Also, too, like, when I used to be in, like, the group or whatever, like, I used to collab with, uh, like, one of the, like, artists then, and, like that was like always like a smooth process and like we like we like made like a lot of beats and everything that way and that always like went good but 
as time goes on, like I just I'd rather do it myself, man. I could do everything myself. Like I could do it myself. Yeah, nah, hundred percent man. And I think with producers too, like I think like a lot of people like producers like nowadays to kinda of get critical of their own work too, like in some situations, like or like even when they hear hear like another producer's work because I feel like as we talked about earlier, you know, like nepotism, like, you know, like a lot of like ego issues, like when it comes to like beat making all that type of stuff too, you know, like finding like that right sound and like if they have that better sauce than you or if you have the better sauce than them, like sometimes too, it's like jealousy and like all this like other, other uh, type of stuff too. I didn't mean to say nepotism because that's kind of like a different meaning, but like um, I'd say like, you know, like a lot of ego, like in that sense too, because when you're in a room with like 30 producers, 40 producers, engineers, you know, and like they're working on the stems, they're working on like the snare, they're working on like the horns, they're working on like, you know, the guitar, the piano, all that type of stuff too. You don't know like which one might incorporate well than the other and all that. And like some might overpower other ones, others like, you know, it might not shine as much too. And you know, it's crazy too, because I actually like listened to this uh, producer beat that had like a lot of people too, like Traumatone and like um, band, uh, band Play, who's like Young Guy, Dolph's uh, producer, and like a whole lot of like other people too, Freddie Rock from like uh, Ray Shrimmer and like all these other people too. So sometimes it could be good, like that effect could be could be well. And then there's others that, you know, could like go one way or another, you know, so. um, Like, I hear what you're saying with that. Like, yeah, 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 you're right. Like, like, okay, like, sometimes, like, you know, I might get in a room or something, and, like, I'll be like, yo, this producer's, like, really good or whatever, and then, like, I might get that, like, little quick whatever of, like, maybe intimidation or whatever, something like that. But to tell you the truth, like, these days, like, hardly, like, that ever happens. And, like, um, even, like, for something like this, like, I told you, like, I don't even, like, come out like i don't even like show my face i don't even like i'm not out there like that like i wouldn't even come out unless like i knew my shit was like fire like for sure like (laughs) so like even when i'm in like that shit like i'm better than all all those guys and like uh for anyone out there you know like if you yo remix chalet rmx chv uh, L-E-T, like, hit me up on IG and we could go on IG Live uh, beat for beat. Yo, we could put a bag on it and we could see what's up and we could see, let the people decide and see see what's really going on. Like, that's how I feel about it right now. Like, I'm not watching no one else. I'm into me. Yeah. I like what I'm doing. Like, I got, I got my own sound. Like, these guys... Man, I don't know, man. I don't want to sound like too, uh, like nonchalant and all that. Like, no, I don't want to sound like too, like, uh, like, like I'm above like other yeah, people. Uh, like, cause it's like at the end of the day, it's like all music and it's like it should just be fun. But it's like at the same time, it's like I kind of take it seriously. So, like, I'm not like they're tr- like copying someone else or something. Yeah. Like, I'm coming with my own sound, my own vibe. Like, my shit's different. My shit's my own sound. It's not sound like some next guys. It's not like, it's not like I'm like, oh, this is some, these guys would be like, oh, yo, this is a, a future type beat, Drake type beat. Like, this is a remix chalet beat. Like, that's what you're getting. It's like your, and it's going to be lit. 
when you get it. Like, that's what it is. That's how I feel about that. Nah, most definitely. And, um, you know, getting onto your uh, stage uh, name uh, right now, uh, how did you uh, get that name? My stage name, like, I was with someone at the time, and they were, like, um, as I was coming up with, like, when I was, like, starting to, like, put out beats and stuff, I was like, yo, what should my name be? And, like, that was just something that they had said, like, right off top. And I kind of liked the way it sounded. And I was like, yo, like, what made you say that? They're like, I don't know. I just thought of it. I just liked the way it sounded. And um, I just used it. No, 100%, man. And, like, your growth as an artist, too, like, you know, just, like, even uh, realizing that uh, right now, did you feel like you've grown as an artist from the start until now, in that sense? From? Like, the start, you know, like, when you first started, like, working on music until, like, now where, you know, you have, like, a lot of, like, placements, like, in your system and all that, and, like, you know, like, a lot of, like, dope connections and, like, affiliations are right there and all that. Yeah, I feel like I've grown as an artist. Like, like I said, like, well, like, for me, too, like, the first thing like when it came comes to music like i first started playing guitar like at age nine or something so like that was like my first like music like me like playing music or anything so from then all the way to now like from when i was like in the like rap group and stuff and everything like all the way up until now like i feel like there has been progression like that's like pretty much like what it's like that's like the thing that like i care about the most is the progression not like oh can i get a bag off this or can i like sell like this much beats off of beat stars you know it's just like the progression and um like people being like yo this guy's lit this guy's fire like like people come in like my name is like good like it's like yo when you hear my name it's like you know that um it's gonna be fired that's that's what i care about that's all i care about yeah no most definitely man and i mean mainly you do like lo-fi type beats and all that like lo-fi production like in that sense too within hip-hop within like the store cases and just everything else uh, too and you know lo-fi being one of the more like popular like genres uh right now like since like the pandemic you know used for studying used for tiktok and a lot of other stuff too like, how do you feel about, like, its rise, like, uh, right now being, like, popular through those, like, eras? Um, I enjoy lo-fi. I like lo-fi. But I gotta be, like, real with it. Like, it's, like, it wasn't like I was always, like, into lo-fi like that. So I feel like I can't really, like, comments on it like that like that like like i feel like almost like i like just like you like i told you like my friend had the juice bar and like you know like the lo-fi like went good with the juice bar so like that's what like made me start making that kind of music but it's not like something where it's like i like lo-fi like my whole life or something and like people are now jumping into it and like I have a comment about it, like, cause I be really, I'm like one of those people that just jumped into it, like, due to pandemic and stuff, you know. That's how that is. Yeah. No, most definitely, and I could say the same thing too with 
I mean, rapper type beats are right now, like, because nowadays, too, like, that's kind of, like, also, like, the hype, too, because there's no, like, unique form of production uh, nowadays. Like, now, nowadays, like, when you go on YouTube, it's, like, Polucci type beat, you know, Lil Baby type beat, like, whatever type beat that you want to type uh, nowadays. And I've spoken with, like, many other producers about this, like, uh, Bavaro Beats, um, JD makes a noise, like, a whole lot of other people, too, like, when they make their stuff, so... How do you like feel about that and if it diminishes like their artistry like when making those types of productions and all that like how do i feel about their like how do you feel about like rapper type beats like in that sense too and if it like diminishes like one's artistry for people who do tend to make that type of sound i don't hate on anything like someone like whatever someone wants to do like they could do you know like maybe like rapper type beats like fits because like in the sense of like, if maybe if you're like out there trying to sell your beats or something like that on Beat Stars or something, and you, someone wants to beat that sounds like Future or Drake or something like that, then maybe like that is what works for you, like to have like rapper type beats or something like that. But in the whole sense of like music, I would say like you know like I don't really respect it. I respect originality like that's what I care about like original like originality and like um like someone having their own sound and like someone bringing something like new to the table someone like changing the game you know like some like stuff like that like not just like uh copying someone like oh this is like future type beat Drake type beat Metro booming type beat yeah, stuff like that no, 100%, man, and um, I think even in that uh, sense, too, like, it is, like, sort of, like, interesting uh, with the rise of production on what's going on, too. Like, right now, it's Griselda. Right now, it's, like, Hyperpop. Right now, it's, you know, like, you know, basic, like, Jacksonville, uh, like, boom bap type stuff and all that. Like, Jacksonville, like, trap rap, like, in that sense. So, sometimes anything can change, like, here and there and all that, you know, and I think... I don't know if we, we if we uh, discussed uh, briefly on that, uh, but um, what's your uh, gear setup uh, like when producing? Like, what gear do you like mainly use? Like, Fruity Loops or like uh, Pro Tools or, or that type of stuff? I use like right now. I use Logic Pro X. That's what I use as my DAW, and um, I also use like an a lot of like analog keyboards like I'm into like old school like synth keyboards like I'm into like a lot of Casio keyboards like um I'm into like sampling like sampling keyboards SK1 SK8 um teenage operating no teenage engineering like their like products like I like have like a op1 and like pocket operator and like stuff like that to like sample um obviously like midi keyboards stuff like that i don't know but like really i like try to like even like with that like i try to do something different so like i i guess like what i try to do is like i try to find like vintage keyboards from like the 80s or something like that to like incorporate into this sound and stuff like that and then like logic pro x as my daw i used to use fl studio then i used to use fl mobile but i'm off that no most definitely some people still use like you know like mpcs or like 808s and that type of stuff too like 
do you get like that type of stuff too like you know as like a rental or like you know to to sit out for a bit too um i also work with like uh another like producer sometimes his name is nabisco jetson check him out ig and like uh he has like the mpc and everything you know yeah. and we could do it that way but to tell you the truth like i don't even do it like that because the way that i use the keyboard like i use like a keyboard like it's a mpc like i oh, like sure. i rather track everything out through yeah. the keyboard and then use the keyboard as if it was like a mpc oh. and i want my own sound and i want my own way of doing things like even the way that i make the beat is not like it's i know it's not like how everyone else would make a beat i don't know no 100 man and you have an upcoming uh project uh soon uh crown and i think we've uh talked about it like a little bit like uh before the interview okay. uh so uh what can fans expect uh, from that project and what's like that creative process and inspiration uh like for that like for that too like for my that album that i'm gonna drop is called crown and that's gonna be the like i make beats for like other people all the time like people are always asking me like yo can you send me beats or can you make beats for this artist or stuff like that but like for the crown it's just like more for like myself and um it's not like your typical music that i would make it's not like it's more like soul music it's like more like of an older sound and like from like inspired from like 60s and 70s and stuff like that but also with some new sound in it it's more for myself um and even with that it's like i'm kind of like half maybe halfway through with it but like i only work on that when like i'm in the mood to like work on it one is done, it's done, it's gonna drop, it's gonna be fire as well. It's just like, um, shit. Whenever I make beats, it's like I'm never like in a good mood, you know? Like, it's like I always have to, it's like I'm always like in a bad mood or some shit, or like in like a depressive mood or something, and then like I make something that's good. And then it's like, yeah, then you get something that's good. And then it's like when I'm not feeling like like that, then it's like I'm not really even into making beats. Like I rather do something else. Yeah. So I'm feeling cool right now. So yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, and like you know, like outside of that beat making, uh, what else uh, do you do? Like in terms of like activities or hobbies and that type of sense too. Um. My hobbies, shit, like, I guess, like, outside of that is, like, my hobbies would be, um, I don't really have, like, too much hobbies, like, it would be, I'm into clothing, I guess, I'm into fashion, I'm into art and fashion, that's what the things I'm into, art, fashion, jewelry, those things. No, I definitely uh, know what you mean, man. Just with like all that type of stuff too, and 
you know, also to like, you know, you being like a vital part, like in the Toronto music scene too. Um, like, how do you uh, feel about it uh, right now? And do you feel that there should, should be some changes in what the scene should go to? Or do you feel like it's going to, like, it's fine the way it is? I feel like, I don't know. Like, if I was to be honest, I, I feel like the Toronto scene is like kind of weak. It's like, it's kind of dead. Nothing's really popping off. Like, there's no one like really like, oh, this. I don't know. I feel like no one's like really making like any noise or anything, noise or anything like that. And like, now that I'm trying to bring negativity into it or anything, but it's like I feel like when Top Five was like, uh, like free, like yeah. I feel like things was popping, like, yeah. and like now it's like things is not popping. Like, 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 like when he was like around, like he was like. Doing like the interviews like with DJ Academics and it felt like yeah. Toronto's got like known like on like a bigger scene and everything, but like feels like everything died down. Um, it's not the same. I don't know. That's how I feel about that. Most of the ends, like you don't have like any like pet peeves as a producer or anything like that uh, too, or like like in the booth. Like what would be like a pet uh, pet peeve like in that sense? Pet peeve. Like, like pet peeve, like what? Like, like some situations too, like if, uh, like stems, you know, like, uh, like producer stems, like, you know, sometimes too, like when you produce a beat and like, you know, the artists like this and like that type of st- uh, sound, like in that sense too, like they want to like change the stems out for a bit or like they would like to hold off the stems to work, uh, to work on a better, sometimes there could be conflicts uh, like that or, you know, like leaving like liquid, like at like a producer booth or like at an engineer booth where it's like keyboards and all that like t- stuff like that that's why i like to work like from like my studio like so i don't have any of those issues like i do whatever i want in my studio like it gets my studio i do whatever i want i don't have any of those issues um when it comes to like stems and stuff like that like yeah i don't like to like like that's another thing too. Like, like some some of these like rappers or like yeah these rappers like they like to uh yo let me sit down with you let me uh cook up a beat with you let you'll arrange a stem like stuff like that like I'm not into that like I rather just cook up a beat and then like yo send it out and it is what it is and like if I like you and stuff like that then maybe I'll do all that extra stuff but like you know these fake chain wearing rappers like you know like i ain't really into that like sitting down with you helping you out cook up something that's fire like i ain't into none of that kind of stuff i'd rather sit by myself in my own studio cook up my own shit and that's how i like that's how i go about like that like and also too when you work with me and if i fuck with you you know like you're in good hands like i'll pay for your studio time you know you don't gotta worry about nothing these these artists they got their little their demons or whatever you know <laughs> i'll i'll feed that and you know i'll provide you what you need so we can make the best music you know <laughs> like that's what i do like i so like you don't gotta you could be yourself you know like that's what i'm all about like you know like i don't judge like i want you to be yourself like whatever gets like the best music done you know yeah uh, most definitely man and like you don't have any regrets or anything like that <laughs> yeah uh it's 
No, 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 I don't have no regrets. Like, um, no, I don't have any, no, I don't have any regrets. I feel like everything is like a, like a, a learning experience. Like at the end of the day, it's like, maybe if something goes left, maybe if something goes bad, then you know from, for the future, not to go that same route or something like that. Sure, you know? sure. No, most definitely, man. And do you have any uh, closing remarks you'd like to say? Pardon? Do you have any closing remarks you'd like to say? Um, Closing remarks, I would say um, check me out. Um, The best place to check me out is on Instagram, and it's um, Remix Chalet, and it's spelled R-M-X-C-H-V-L-E-T. And, you know, I make, like, fire beats. Check me out. And... I wouldn't really be doing beats and stuff like that if it wasn't into my friend's juicery, Ashe Juicery, 982 Bloor. Check it out. You know they got the best juice in the city. And also, too, at the same location, they got nice clothing. Check that out as well. They, You know they do clothes for everybody. And, you know, celebrities come through, pop in. That's how we do that's what I got to say. Also, too, thank you. I respect everything, you know. I watch your interviews. I watch everything, you know. So thank you and everything. And that's what I got to say. <laughs> Likewise, man. Now, Remix, uh, Chalet, you know, thank you for pulling up, you know, and just sharing your story, sharing your gems, sharing everything like that, too. And, you know, this uh, good juice uh, right here, the Island Sun, like from Aussie Juicery, you know, it's amazing. And I got to shout them out, you know, either way, too, you know, and... We'll definitely uh, tap in uh, soon uh, with that, too. And um, for people uh, listening, it's going to be out on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, definitely uh, tap in with the reviews, all that type of stuff, too. And, you know, this is Josh, also known as Yashu, episode 34 with the legendary, rising, dope, amazing producer, Remix Chalet, you know, in affiliation with Asi Juicery on Tilo I Talks, signing off.